0: We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials.
1: A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials.
0: Welcome to episode 16. One,
1: six, four more, and then we're at 20.
0: It's our Sweet 16.
1: That was, I didn't have a Sweet 16. Did you have a Sweet 16 I party? I did.
0: You know I had a Sweet 16. That's
1: right. You still talk about it was that. That was the, the livest party I've ever had.
0: No, it was the the most banging party anybody went to during my high school years. Anyone who was lucky enough <laughs> to be invited.
1: Watching you describe that, you banging. really was something. I like love you, and you, If you look back at it, it was probably so weak, and here you are. It was the most oh, bangingest no, thing No, no, no,
0: baby. I had the tent, I had a dance floor, I had a DJ, we had food, we had cake. It was banging.
1: Oh, must be nice growing up with all that
0: moolah. I mean, hey, <laughs> times were good. Times were good, like my daddy used to say. We were rolling, and then we were tumbling. <laughs> <laughs> that is so painfully. But you let true. the good times roll. You gotta <laughs> let you gotta let the good times roll. Now
1: I didn't have a street, I didn't have any parties. I think we've talked about that. Yeah. I didn't have really birthday robbed. celebrations as a child. We just went to dinner every night. You every night. You had grown
0: up birthday parties as a child. I did.
1: Well, it's because my father and I's birthdays is only three days apart. Right. Well so my my that,
0: dad and I were two days apart.
1: Yeah, and, and that's and so you get hooked up. I got gypped. That's that's all it was. I got gypped. <laughs> but every other year we would choose between it was either my year to pick the restaurant or my dad's <laughs> year to pick the restaurant. That was that was the difference in the celebration of our birthdays.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh But but in college you had your birthday party you, you you made up for it. You more than made up. All
1: of it. my college birthdays were yeah. really, really, really really good yeah they were lit they were they were were very fun Yeah, gosh i enjoyed it the surprise 20th birthday i think i still think that was your best was dope 22nd was dope and then i graduated college and now you can't even convince people to show up to celebrate your birthday no (laughs) funny how things things change really nobody cares about your birthday except for you yeah i fought joy on this so many times before and she was like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Baby, no one cares about no, birthdays.
0: Uh-uh. No, no, no. I've always known that no one gave a uh, rat's you know what about my birthday.
1: Yet you always insisted on trying to do something for your birthday.
0: No. I didn't. I'm the exact opposite.
1: You're not. I always
0: insisted on doing something for your birthday, Justin. When have I you've, ever insisted that we do you've something? you
1: always wanted to do something for your birthday, and then you realize that no one cares, and then you start changing your this mind. This
0: information is inaccurate. Let's go back to my 18th birthday. What did we do for my 18th? We weren't together. My I was like, 19th I don't know. birthday. I'm sorry. Let's. I was back a year. My 19th birthday. What did we do? I have no. We idea. We went to a BSU meeting. Everybody. That's what we did. Justin had a spray name we did not do anything for my birthday.
1: Sounds like you're pouting. Are you upset? You oh, sound- I'm definitely upset. Yeah, you upset. sound like you're mad. Because you at
0: least could have spent time with me. We were dating at the time. That was rude. You watched football day at your apartment. So I sat in my dorm by myself and then went to a BSU meeting later that night. That is how I spent my 19th birthday. My 20th birthday.
1: Better party of one?
0: Yeah, but had I had I been like, oh, I'm a huge birthday person, then I would have been like, hey, we need to plan something. Let's see, my 20th birthday? I can't remember. My 21st birthday, my actual birthday, I spent in my dorm apartment. I had the option of going out to the club, decided not to, and I think I pretty much watched Wizards of Waverly Place. No, didn't oh I my... throw
1: you something on your 20th birthday? Listen, or was that your 21st? Listen.
0: The day after my birthday, I did have a party at your house. Oh, I'm sorry. I remember my 20th now. My 20th, we had a party at your apartment. Okay. I remember that. But I was never like, oh, throw me a party. But I will say, my best birthday party was um my 23rd birthday and you asked me what i wanted for my birthday and i said i want to see my friends and that's what we did but i have never this is why i'm fighting you so hard because i'm not a high maintenance birthday person i'm not and it it, no you're a liar i'm not because high maintenance birthday people drive me crazy i'm i will fight you till i'm blue in the face on this one because I, I can't
1: you are a high maintenance I'm birthday person I'm not a high maintenance birthday person you're
0: not a high maintenance and birthday person and you're person.
1: always insisting on throwing me something I said I don't right. need to do it. and that's what
0: I'm saying that you're misinterpreting you're, you're you're confused I do not insist on doing things for my birthday I insist on doing things for yours it and if I don't better.
1: insist it then why do you insist I don't there's, know this, I a funda- this is because a fundamental I this celebrate you
0: because I do care about your birthday but I'm just saying I don't I'm not a birthday monster I'm just not I never have been so you can't you can't you can't say that you were tell the people you gave them misinformation
1: (laughs) I'm not going to admit that you gave that I gave Justin how do we
0: even spend this last birthday how do we spend I don't remember I don't know we went to breakfast just the two of us and then I sat in the room and you sat in the living room and it was wonderful Justin what do I even like to see a lot of people you're you're confused you're so confused. no I'm, misinformation i'm not don't confused. listen to him yes you I'm, are i'm not confused Jessica joy is
1: over ever. here telling you guys fables i'm not but just because people <laughs> <laughs> just because you may not want a grand luxurious thing does not mean that you are not a birthday monster if you let's go let let's let your birthday happen and let no one lift a finger and see how you feel
0: that happens more often than not
1: that's not true
0: uh, did I not just talk about my 19th birthday? That was, right. <laughs> that was eight years ago. Like, it this, feels see, this like is your yesterday. Problem. We've you discussed, let, we discussed let, this. Let, let
1: go of your past. Yeah, That's a big thing. You hear that at times in relationships, you have to let go of your past. If it just, I didn't it just sits right here such on your chest. If I a good
0: memory, I could. Your memory is crap. So you can't remember anything ever. It's easy for you to let go. Must must be the I reason why I stay lot, happy. So. <laughs> Look, I'm happy too. I'm just saying. Now I sound like a crazy birthday person, but I'm not. I win. I win. I win. I just, my rules for birthdays are I want to spend it how I want to spend it. So, and oftentimes I think birthdays are a time for reflection. I like to reflect around that time and kind of be with me. Um, and two, I don't want to celebrate anything else. Like I don't want to have to celebrate anyone else's birthday. I don't want to, I'd go to a wedding. But baby shower, that's out. (laughs) Like, I just like to spend my my birthday the way that I'd like to spend it, and I think that that is fair.
1: That is very fair. It's your birthday, but don't snub here and say that you're not a birthday monster because you care very, 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 very much about your birthday. Just because you may not want to celebrate with a lot of people, of course, I care
0: about my birthday, but not on the level of expecting everyone else to. I think that's kind of where I'm trying, what I'm trying to say. Okay, so you said a whole I, lot. You
1: said a whole lot, and I you didn't care. say that.
0: And also to say, my sweet sixteen was banging. and every that is probably the last time everyone was like, yeah. And my twenty third, my twenty third was bomb. I don't, why am I still talking about birthdays? I'm yeah, done. I was like,
1: I, can we digress, please? Your yes. birthday is coming up, so again, it is. and we'll say, let me not do anything, and you're gonna see her flip the podcast equipment upside down, break cameras, and go <laughs> mad. Telling these tales.
0: I'm feeling the same way about my birthday as I did last year. I think I just want to chill.
1: I'm all about that. All about the chill. And
0: we have two vacations booked this fall. So, (laughs) well, summer and fall.
1: Very excited.
0: Yeah, we're... I'm fine.
1: Speaking of those vacations that we are excited about, we are a month into our combined financial journey. And for July 2016, which is not even over yet, we have... Completely overshot our budget for month one, which is quite depressing. We're doing great. We're but doing great. there is there is an asterisk there, and we did book two trips, so that is unforeseen cost that would not typically appear every month. Right. And so you have to look at it with a little tail. But I'm just like, golly, the first go around. We got great deals on those trips too. Great. I, I don't regret it. Let's 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 get it straight. I, I do not regret at all making these purchases for these trips. But it's just like, man. We really went over budget. It was what? I'd probably say July 20th. I was like, hey, babe, uh," we went over the budget. Still (laughs) have to go to the grocery store. Still had two major bills due. And I'm like, yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and eat air pudding and runaway pie for lunch and dinner
0: for this upcoming week. And hopefully that'll that'll be fine. Or we just can't spend in August. To the grocery store. Well, that's not an option because we're going on one of the trips in August.
1: Yo, So that's going to be an over budget month, too. We're just going to ride out the rest of
0: 2016. I think that that's what that is.
1: Experimental journey. 2016. Here we go.
0: And I also want to say, you know, when you get a new job and you're making a little more, you've gotten a raise or whatever, you spend a little more because you're excited at first. I think it's the same thing. When we combined our finances, there is we had a little bit more of a cushion. So we got a little excited. Now we just got to rein it in. I didn't
1: no, I didn't get excited at all. I saw two deals that I wanted to buy and I booked them. So that, I, w- I wouldn't say that was the case at all. It was yeah. just a matter of us being irresponsible but you only live once and we haven't gone on a vacation since our honeymoon that sounds like excitement
0: to me but okay <laughs> well just i'll leave it whatever you want to call it it's not I'm, excitement i'm not saying excited <laughs> just really wanted no, to do something no i was i was just saying it when you <laughs> and com- impulsively did it no
1: what i'm saying because you- yolo
0: that's basically what you said <laughs> it's what you said
1: i'm not arguing the excited part well, I what I was it debunking it. your statement of, oh, we got excited that we had more of a nest a, a nest egg. No, I, that thought never crossed my mind. Okay. That's what I'm debunking.
0: All right. We'll let you have it. Just like, we'll let you have the fact that I'm obsessed with my birthday. <laughs> this is just I have chest, delusional I, I have chest pains. We,
1: we're not even 10 <laughs> minutes into this podcast, and I have chest pains. pains.
0: No, we were at Disneyland yesterday, and we were standing in line, and he gets this look on his face, and he stretches his chest. He goes, oh, my chest hurts. That scared me. And i don't, like, don't know why relax i mean well because we're married Hell, know? i need to relax i, mean, I shouldn't you, be having you, chest yeah, pains. yeah that's you're too young to be having chest pains i've had chest pains before but i have anxiety like in a, in a real way yeah my, you're not an anxious person i don't
1: think. i'm typically not but i would say in this last month or two i've had an ongoing knot in my chest and i just need to reduce my stress
0: yeah you do i
1: really got to reduce my stress levels because it's unnecessary yeah it's completely unnecessary self-induced stress and I need to find an outlet, quick,
0: yeah.
1: very fast, because <laughs> this is—I said this is unacceptable. Twenty-seven-year-old with, with congestive heart failure. We can't have that. Ooh, that report. Just,
0: <laughs> it's not that intense. Like, <laughs> you just—you have chest pains. Leave it at that. <laughs> All right,
1: I have chest pains. Yeah, you
0: do not want to speak anything of that sort into existence. So, what would you like to do to manage your stress?
1: I don't really have an answer to that. I don't. I don't know. I need to figure it out. Basketball used to be my outlet, and now I. I stopped playing as much as I did just because I just felt like it was a waste of my time. <laughs> right. Because I wasn't as good as I used to be. And just spending countless of hours playing basketball when I'm not as good as I used to be just didn't really make too much sense. Yeah. So I don't know. I got to I gotta figure it out. I'm picking up reading. We talked about that. Yes. That's becoming a new hobby. But it's not a, a hobby that is exercising my legs, my lungs, my heart. So I, I got to figure it out. I don't I don't really know.
0: Yeah, I we, we have this is actually what we really wanted to talk about today is self-care. You what are the things that you do within a relationship to take care of yourself? I think it's very once you start dating and then obviously once you get married, you're you're a unit. So you're very we oriented. and It's easy to drop the me, but you can. You still have to take care of your personal needs. And we all have unique needs. I'm introverted. Justin's extroverted. So introversion, a lot of people interpret as being shy, withdrawn. That's not the case. Introversion simply means you recharge by being alone. So for me, I have to make sure that I pencil in time where I'm alone. (laughs) I'm by myself. I'm not talking to anybody. And sometimes that means I'm not even doing anything Um, When I am doing things, I'm reading mostly. I jog. That's kind of where I get my physical stress relief. What else? What? What other hobbies do I have?
1: That's it. Yeah, it's reading and jogging. Reading and jogging. Or reading and exercising.
0: Right. Writing when I'm supposed to be (laughs) not. I have not been writing. I should be writing, but I'm not. I've I've not been doing that. But I would say that that is my other outlet, if you will. I've just been a bit blocked. Um, as of, I don't know, all of 2016. <laughs> it's been a while. You can't,
1: you can't rush the creative process. It, just, I, it takes time. I
0: wish I could, though. I, I'm kind of...
1: Well, hell, we all wish we could rush everything. <laughs> I'm sure you can talk to those people who spent 20 years, broke as a joke, frustrated, and then became... You know, great successful entrepreneurs. I'm sure they really wish they didn't have to deal with those 20 years. Hell, Touche. we all wish we could deal with that.
0: Touche. You do have to trust your timing, but within your timing, you do. You need hobbies. You need hobbies. So we got to find you a new hobbies. What Yeah, saying? I gotta. I gotta
1: figure it out. The problem with me is, is I wished I could run outside. The problem is, I have very, very bad knees, and any medical professional will tell you that running on concrete is the worst thing for you there's no absorption it's just straight force on your knees
0: can you run on turf astroturf
1: yeah i'm sure i can run on turf something that provides some level of resistance and i because of that i just don't run because every you go outside it would be nice to be oh let's just run around your city but i don't want i don't want knee pain then that leads to back pain and i said every medical professional i've spoken to is like it's the absolute worst thing you can do and then before, I used to be okay, well, I'll just get up and down on the basketball court. But again, my skills have diminished, and I'm like, mm, I'm not really sure this is it. So I got to I got to figure it out. I, I enjoy being active. I want to pick up swimming again. I just need to find a local pool that I can can do my laps in. We I, have one. Where?
0: Right around the corner.
1: Yeah, that costs $5 every time you go swimming. Yeah, I'm not paying for that. Of. That's a little But we crisp. can
0: see if they have some kind of deal. Maybe they have... I don't know.
1: Like, like really, that. I'm going to go spend $5 to swim some laps every yeah. day. If I do that for 30 days, $90, please. They didn't lost their mind. No, that's more than $90. What is five times five times 30? We $150. My mouth, yeah. <laughs> $150 a month to go swim some laps? Oh, like, I see They've how lost you do their that. mind.
0: Five times three is 15. Add the zero. There you
1: go. Boom. Let's see, I said 90 the Matt. first time, and I'm already messing <laughs> up, hanging around you too much. <laughs> so no, I, I, I do need to figure it out. The problem, I mean, my biggest problem aside from the the exercising component, is I just get too passionate about things that aren't necessarily my own, Mm -hmm. and I dive fully into it, and in that process, I tend to neglect myself.
0: Right, right.
1: And you do a really good job of of separating your connection between things that you love and that are yours and things that aren't.
0: Yeah, well, I think for me it's more... I can't afford to do that, and maybe none of us can, but I I genuinely cannot. It's not that I have never done that before. Um, but yeah, I just I can't allow myself to slip in that way or that's why I'm so guarded, if you will, when it comes to taking care of what I need to take care of for me because uh, I it's one of those things like if mama's not happy, no one's happy. Yeah, I but think it, the same thing applies to data.
1: <laughs> it, it is, but it's a it's a unique situation. And, and this is where I always find the the struggle in your professional work-life balance is mm-hmm. you want to go to work. And this is, I'll just use me as a personal example. Is that you want to go to work every single day or I want to go to work every day and make a, a strong difference and, and to be a strong component, a part of a team right. that is growing a, a business successfully. And when I don't put all of myself into it, you tend not to get the best results. Right. And as anyone who knows me knows that when I put my name on it, you're going to get the best of it. I don't know how not to give you everything, mm-hmm. but the problem comes is if I put everything into this one thing, there becomes a neglect on things that I like, things that I enjoy, things that I want to create outside of work. And here I am trying to find this balance of, okay, how can I, still feed my own personal interest while still giving my best at work and I don't know if that's really possible and I'm trying to learn that balance without being a bad employee
0: I'm not really sure I understand that balance either because I think my problem is opposite of that right so you give your all to one thing that may not necessarily be your thing or you spread yourself too thin which is my problem I think I put too many eggs in too many baskets that the burner analogy that James clear had. I love that. I can't re- Do you remember what the, it, was the, it was the
1: four burner theory. And I don't remember exactly. I don't, rem- I don't remember exactly how it went, but go to James clear type Google, James clear four burner theory. I believe that was it. And it was a very interesting article and in looking essentially saying you can't have four burners on high. It's just not possible.
0: Yeah, like something has to be, something's on high, something's simmering, others are off completely. Uh, Yeah, and I think that that's my problem is I have all my burners on all the time, and I do, I get burned out.
1: And he equated it to to seasonal changes, that at a certain time, my career may be on on the highest burner, but my family and friends may be on the back burner. Sometimes Mm -hmm. my family and friends are on the, the higher burner, and professionally, I am on the, the low or simmer, whatever right. it may be. And I'm, and I said, I just try to find that balance, but it, it's tough because so much of, actually I shouldn't say so much of life is, is what you accomplish in this world because many people can argue, well, it's not about what you accomplish in the professional sense. It could be what you're doing for humanity. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to take, but I just know that's my own personal struggle that I'm trying to, to find the balance in is like, Hey, I want to go to go to work and, and be successful and help contribute, but at the same time I don't want to sacrifice everything of who I am just to build something that is not mine.
0: And I think that's the where when I focus on building a future, I try to combine as many aspects of my life as possible. Like even Love Jays, for example, for us, this is work, but we get to spend time together. So this is something that we're building for us. It's, and, and hopefully later, it'll be something we can say, okay, well, we're working, but we're still together. And that combines work and family in some aspect. Maybe you're not, maybe both of those things are in high and it's not burning you out because they're kind of not one and the same, but functioning together. Does that make sense?
1: No, I mean, I, you don't have to necessarily split it. Because yeah. you can cook both things in the same pot. You don't have right. to have it on. on that's on a what separate... I wanted to say, but I'm
0: like, but it's a burner analogy. Yeah. I was thinking way too hard about
1: it. I was it. like, you can, you can cook. Yeah, you can cook the same ingredients in the same pot without having to turn on another burner. So I, I understand what yeah. you're, what you're trying to say.
0: Right, right. But it, I mean, that is. I think that's the dream. I think that's what most people are pro- probably trying to attain. what
1: No, not necessarily, because there are people who I know and talk to who have no problem getting up and going to work every single day. They contribute, they play their part, and they come home and enjoy their two days off and their two weeks of vacation, and they're completely fine. I think there's different people for different things, and and you and I. Different strokes
0: for different
1: folks. Different strokes for different folks. You and I are not the same as as everyone else. Even people I work with, I have different mentalities, and we're all doing different things and contributing to different areas of of the company, Mm -hmm. but it's a balance. We are a unique personality, so I wouldn't say we all want that same. Some people are fine with, all right, you tell me what to do. I do it, and and I go on about my day.
0: I think that everyone struggles with wanting to burn high on lots of, not at lots of things, but at least family and career. I think that's where you see the most divide between spending time with your family or spending time working,
1: correct? 100%, and it's yeah. tough. I, I, there And we had this conversation in the office, saying I don't think work-life balance truly exists, because if you do try to find that balance, you're putting a cap on the how successful you can be. And you can look at all successful entrepreneurs and read. There's tons of books out there. And even the articles I've read, the books I've read, you see it. They sacrifice immensely and focus on one thing. Yeah. To achieve optimal success, you're going to have to cut some things out and focus truly on growing whatever it is that you're passionate about. So because of that, you really can't strike a balance until you reach a point. Right. You may have to sacrifice for twenty years, and then, hey, twenty <laughs> years later, the work-life balance happens. But what what trail of fire did you leave in those twenty years yeah, to achieve to that back balance? Back yeah. and, and that's the that's the tough part. And, and so, does it does it really exist? I would say it does. Once you've reached that optimal point, but how long does it take you to get to that optimal point?
0: Yeah, and I think too, a lot of single people that's a hesitation for getting into. A relationship because it's like well if I can just focus on me and what I, I need to be doing for my career for my you know or um, a lot of women don't have children for an extended period of time because they're trying to build their career build their career build a career because they know once they have a child it's family everything time. changes yeah that's it's so rough and I, I that's something I struggle with I I had to question myself all the time and I, my relationship with having children is still... I, I want children. I want to be a mother, but I'm just... I'm not as mature as I'd like to be when it comes to um, the aspect of being responsible for a child. I'm just being honest. I'm just I, I don't even think it's that.
1: I, I think the, the selfish part is if you have a child, you know you are essentially saying goodbye to something. Yeah. And you aren't ready to say goodbye to the development, the growth, and, and the ex- exploration phase of trying something different. Right. You hear it all the time from those from, from people who have kids, saying, yeah, once you have a family, everything kind of changes. In. You yeah. have to lock in and you know, okay, well I'm gonna have to get up and go to work every day because I have to provide for a, a, another person now. Whereas before, if it was just you or it's you and your significant other, the the gamble, the risk is is not as large. So I think that's really what the, the, the concern is. And, and yeah. we've shared that conversation because yeah. we would be, wow, oh, I'm excited to, to experience fatherhood, but I'd be lying if I found out that joy was pregnant tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, great. Cause it's like, man, there are some still some things I wanted to try, but I don't want to risk losing my family or or being an absent father just to go after it. No, so you then have to that. have to choose.
0: Yeah. I think we both know what we would choose. That's the scary part. And, and that is the scary part. I
1: would choose my family 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. And that scares me because I know what my <laughs> professional goals are.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I just don't want to have to do that yet. I don't want to, don't have to have do to You don't want to have to choose. It. But at, at some point, I think we will. I think we are denying the inevitable. I think at some point, you do have to choose between the two. But I do want to do my best to get as far as we possibly can before that happens.
1: I agree, but we'll but again, you can't. You know, his timing. I think it, this it's God's. It is God's, God's timing. When he says, "Hey, this is your time to be a father, and your time to be a mother," then it's it's our time to be parents.
0: We are parents to some fur babies, though.
1: That is not different at all. That is is nowhere near the same There
0: is a responsibility factor, but it's not a human being. Yes, there
1: is is a responsibility factor. And I will say
0: sometimes I resent that responsibility. If I'm, you know, being honest. uh, Most definitely. I I don't like having to get up and take them to the bathroom or you have to rush home because they have to go. It always boils down to the bathroom, right? Like they're going to have to use the restroom. I don't like that. That's annoying. But I love my little munchkins. And I, I imagine the having a, an actual child is like that, but times 10 on the love scale.
1: I was going to say times a million. <laughs> or times a million, yes. <laughs> There's no diapers. No, I, I'm not... Comp- I said
0: on the love scale. That okay. You resent the, the responsibility, but you love the being oh, so much. I
1: would even still say times a million. Times a million <laughs> on, on both. <laughs> on, on the love scale and the responsibility scale.
0: Yeah, I think having a baby daunts me more than having a kid. Babies require a round the clock care. You know, you're feeding, you're changing diapers. Like they can't even remember, poop remember, on their we, own.
1: remember we talked about my Your chest heart. pains <laughs> yeah. for the last two months? Like just having this conversation isn't making the chase the chest pains inflamed. So yeah. we're just we're just gonna stop that.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm stressed too. <laughs> and that's the other I think being an adult, I feel permanently stressed. I don't know what to do about it other than my I have my outlets and they do help curve that if I remove my outlets. I'm really screwed. But I was just thinking about that earlier this week is I don't there hasn't been a moment since. And granted, I've had stress and anxiety since I was a teenager In in high school, I remember being 14 and stressing about chemistry, a chemistry test. And my mom was like, you don't need to get this worked up about this. I was like, but I need to pass, you know. And I'm, again, science and math, not good. But yes, as an adult, I feel like I'm stressed or worried about my future at all times. And I don't know what to do. It's because society has
1: groomed us to be that. When you graduate college, you need to know what you're doing. And, and, and when I've even said it is because I didn't have clarity on what I wanted to do, I felt like I was waffling for a few years. Mm-hmm. And so you, you we grow up in a society that forces you to figure out what you're going to do. And if you don't figure yeah. out, then you're waffling and then... You're looking at other people's really successes and then you're trying to come out and say, hey, do I want these same things? What really do I want? So you're constantly in a state of questioning and trying yeah. to figure out where you want to be in life. Yeah. And if you don't have those answers, you have no choice but to be stressed. Yeah. And I'm guilty too. And I hate it. And like, I'm sitting here stressed out. I was like, why am I stressed out? Well, why am I stressed out? Well, because you feel out?
0: like if you stop caring, if you stop stressing, you're going to stop moving forward. You're going to stop. You're not going to continue to search for what you're supposed to be doing but then other people say you're, you're on the right path you're doing what you're supposed to be doing trust in your timing and your process that's way easier said than done
1: I truly understand now why people quit it all pick up and move to a, a remote island and just start working at a at a local shop there and live a minimal life i get it because we have so much pressure i'm guilty of it of trying to figure it out and you're constantly comparing yourself to other things Mm -hmm. questioning okay well where should i be is this the right step is this the wrong step and then all it does is just create stress i mean i just read the, the book love is letting go of fear and the biggest message that they were talking about in the book was finding that peace of mind that you focus on finding that peace of mind and loving and I'm reading the book and I'm like, man, this all sounds good. And I look at my life and I'm like, I don't even know where to begin yeah, to apply how this. How do you
0: apply it? How do you apply it? I need, I still need a manual. People say the Bible is the manual. I know that, but I just, I don't know. I need the good Lord to open up the skies and be like Joy. Don't worry. <laughs> It'll
1: never happen. I got this. Adulting. Adulting is just tough. This is it what is. you talk it's about. Hard. Navigating life, one student loan, payment at a time. Yes. And it's literally what you're doing. It's like Where where are we going? Yeah. How are we gonna get there? But I mean that's also the, the beauty of life is the journey.
0: My deepest hope for myself is that I can just chill out one day. I really hope that one day I'll let things roll off. I won't stress about my future and I can just enjoy the moment. I know there's so much, so many pieces of contradictory advice, you know, don't, don't waste your twenties or enjoy your twenties. Or if you don't set this up now, you'll regret it later. And I think that that's why I feel so paralyzed because I don't want to regret anything. It makes it hard to, to just live your life. And even when you just live your life, you're like, oh, my gosh, maybe I should be doing something right now. It doesn't feel like like you're doing it right.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's tough. I'm, I'm not going to sit up there and pretend that I, that I have the answer. I just got to go back to the day-by-day approach. You just take it one day at a time. You look at what you have. You formulate your thoughts, your moves, and the next day you build upon that. You just got to take it one day at a time. And I said, I need to take my own advice because literally for the last two months, <laughs> I just feel it right here in my chest. And I have never felt like this. Yeah, that's anxiety. And now I'm like, man, this is just uncomfortable. I'm, I've i never been that guy.
0: This is my permanent state of being. Oh, this is uncomfortable. You're feeling what I've felt for well, that, That's uncomfortable. Let's see, since I was 14, how old am I now? 26. So that's what anxiety years. feels like. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. I got to get rid of this. Welcome to the club. It's awful. No, this, this is not a welcome to anything. No. I'm, I'm escaping and running away from this club fast. It's
0: awful. I, I will say exercise helps. So we got to get your exercise regimen back. You're right. Up. And
1: I've been slacking for the last two months working out. I
0: wonder if that's why it's you're feeling it.
1: It's just I got to get back. I got to get back. We got to yeah, figure you it out. You got to release those endorphins. I might have to reactivate my gym membership.
0: Yeah. I, we need to schedule. I think well, and this goes back to obviously, yes, you need to take care of yourself. Sometimes it's nice to take care of yourself together, though. So maybe we can figure out a gym time where we both go.
1: Yeah, but our work schedule sucks. That's the thing. Yeah, we can't, we, <laughs> our schedules are not compatible. That's for that. not going to work at yeah. all. I'm just going to have to do that. Yeah. Gonna, I just need to right. get back in the gym, just to get healthy again. Got to get out. I healthy. want the
0: same. I. I feel okay, I've been doing okay. I think I always do okay. You do. You are yeah.
1: much better than I. I have good moments, and then I'll just go months when it's a mess, and I'm like, babe, am I looking out of shape? And then you'll massage my back. And like, no, babe, you're fine. And then another week or two will go by, you'll give the same response, and then another week or two will go by, and then you'll be like, well, maybe, kind of, sort of. I was like, well, damn, you could have told me that four weeks ago, I just needed one kick in the ass. Well,
0: because the one time I... Have we discussed this? We we broke up and got back together. So, well, one, I want to say when we broke up, I was devastated and I was in the best shape of my life.
1: Oh, she looks so good.
0: I was amazing. But I was just working out all the time because I needed the endorphins and I wasn't eating very much because I was sad. But and I remember thinking distinctly and I just had a conversation about this earlier. This is why single people look so good, oh my gosh. You know, you're working out all the, and you have the time to do it. You don't have to split your time at all. I would just get off work and go work out for an hour and a half, two hours. No you didn't problem. didn't care. I you had, had no one to report to. You didn't to. have
1: dogs to come home to? No. no I concern. Had
0: nothing, so of course, yeah, I'm gonna go have my fun. And Granted, the longer you're single too, with an adult life, your life does get filled, but I was a fairly new adult at the time. Um, but Justin- It's funny,
1: I did the exact opposite.
0: Yeah, had the opposite <laughs> approach, what were you doing? Like eating and drinking? I
1: was sitting and eating and chilling. I but you care. were
0: happy. You were happy. I wasn't when. a good point.
1: I was yeah. just overweight.
0: Yeah. And you you did have a, a desk job at the time.
1: I still have a desk job. Yeah. But, but I'm was more act, I, I'm more active in this current job than I was. Right. But my, it
0: was like a standard nine to five type of deal. Uh, super corporate. Yes. And so we showered and not in the sexy way. Just a regular get yourself clean shower. <laughs> We do that from time to t- well most of the time when we shower. We're just I hate showering just together. Hate showering That's just together.
1: another story for another episode. Yeah, it's
0: not sexy, but we'll talk about that later. And Justin looked at me and he said, What did you say? I have no idea. He said, Am I
1: every time you ask me what did you say or can you recall, just know the answer is always no.
0: Well, because I wanna I wanna have accuracy in my reporting. He said something along the lines of, Am I big? And I said, you're a little, I said, you're a little, you're a little tubbers. That's <laughs> our nice word for it, tubbers. <laughs> and he got sad on me. Like he wasn't really talking to me. And we got in the bed and he was still kind of quiet. And I said, are you okay? And he goes, well, I knew I was overweight. <laughs> and, just, and the way he looked at me and he, and at the time he was overweight. So, you know, he was just It was the heaviest I had ever Yeah, he was kind of blown up, looking at me sad. I was like, I just delivered this news to him. I felt bad. So now when he asked me, although I do have permission to tell him, I'm gentle with it. I'm gentle with it.
1: But what happened when you told me that? I got back in the gym immediately
0: immediately, and
1: dropped 10 15 pounds within two months. Yeah. I, I was just not playing like around. I just, need, I just needed that kick in the ass. Sometimes yeah. you got to hurt people's feelings. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it is what it is. If I ask you something, right. let me know. Like I know right now I'm not looking slim and trim. I got to get back to it.
0: But your kick now is not cosmetic. I'm going to kick you because of your, your what you're feeling. That's not good. I don't want your, you having a physical response to your, stressors you're my stressors. sedentary lifestyle yeah you're not sedentary but but I think you it's not that you have a disinterest in basketball but your 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 interests your interest right now are elsewhere and I think that that was what was saving you playing basketball every once in a while but since you're not doing that now we've got to find something else I know that's
1: what said. we said. I got to go to swimming. We got to just figure something out. But 150 months at this local pool is not going to do the trick. So that's why I think I need to just reactivate my gym membership. Mm-hmm. I can swim in the lap pool there, get in the sauna, get my workout in, do a little something like I that. I miss
0: the sauna. Yeah, I just got
1: I just got to sweat again. Yeah. Because I'm very active. It's been it's been two months. I can't I can't live like this.
0: We need to actively work towards alleviating our stressors and figure out adulting. I think that's and I think that'll be a constant thing that we're
1: doing we'll, we'll, we'll never figure out adulting it's, it's not possible my parents to. haven't figured out your <laughs> parents haven't figured out we can interview adults from all different You're decades right. right now and they're like ah, oh, maybe someone in their 70s who's right. retired we we'll be like yeah I can go back but I don't think you ever figure it out we're just in a season you are in a so season of, of discovery and, and gotta figure it out that's all it is you just gotta you just got to move through it. You got to move through the discomfort and and, and navigate accordingly. But again, we're, we're in it just like you guys.
0: We believe in you. We think you're doing a great job. And I believe in you, Joy. <laughs> I believe in you, Justin. Okay,
1: see, that's all we need. High five. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Positive reinforcement. Yeah. So very that's critical in relationships.
0: <laughs> it is. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for being supportive.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you for supporting me. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. As always, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. And also connect with us on social media. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page.
0: Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.